0: Hello and welcome to your Absolute Bedlam podcast. It's Monday evening. It's the first day of March, so happy March to everyone. I've got myself a bit of a surprise for you. So I've got Larry Wellings. Hello, Larry.
1: Hello, mate. How are you?
0: I'm all right, Thank you.
1: I'm very well. Yes, thank you for yes. having me, buddy. Appreciate no worries.
0: it. No worries. So I'll just read the description that I've got of you. Obviously, if uh, anything offends you, then I. <laughs> But alert, I've just gone through it and it's been fine. Um, so I've got ex shields bassist. Obviously, I will talk about shields for probably about 20 minutes out of this hour, <laughs> so <Sorry, I apologize. laughs> that's fine. Um, you're currently the vocalist in a band called Brotherhood. Is that correct?
1: That's right. Yeah,
0: you're a barber, you're a practicing Christian, and you're quite into your fitness, and you like a bit of a jog now and then, much like myself.
1: I do, yeah, definitely. Cool,
0: cool. So I always start these uh, episodes with the same question. Obviously, we're addressing the elephant in the room. How has COVID been for you?
1: Um, Right, well, it's been pretty bad, to be honest. Um, I'm not one of these people that's trying to make a massive uh, victim of myself, but in in my little world in the first you know it's a first world problem as always but in my little world it's been not great (laughs) yeah to be honest um yeah i mean i've been i've been out of work as a result of covid probably maybe about six or seven months i'd say in total in total on the month. um which hasn't been great and that's probably been the biggest thing that's changed for me yeah
0: yeah what have you been um, what have you been doing to occupy your time
1: um i mean i think I think everyone's been trying to figure out how to how to do this haven't they to, together Do you know what i mean like i mean most people seem to fall into the same sort of similar character categories where they're there, you know maybe they'll work on their their fitness or they'll you know a lot of musicians i know have been like writing songs or they've been working on like a new band or something like that which is pretty cool yeah um it seems to be it seems to result in pretty proactive things i'd say for most people yeah um which is you know it is quite a good thing i mean a lot of people have commented on these things when you get to catch up with them they often comment on how it a negative thing has resulted in a positive um, for them personally in some shape or form, which is pretty cool. Um, Mm. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good thing to take away from it.
0: Yeah, I think it's created a big divide, exactly what you're talking about. There's people that have gained six stone in lockdown and there's people that have forced themselves to go jogging every day and they've lost six stone.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, yeah
0: seems to be unique to every single person that's dealt with the same hardships
1: absolutely yeah it's
0: about how you um how you deal with those things and how you navigate them and try and resolve them i suppose but there's definitely a point where like i i felt like six months ago that this was never going to end I just yeah. thought that this would be our entire life now and we'd never, ever get to meet people face-to-face ever again. And that's quite difficult when you've got family and you've got friends and you haven't seen them in a while. And Zoom is fantastic. Shout out to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just not the same. But...
1: Zoom's stock must have gone so much oh, like yeah. <laughs> like to the stratosphere in this period. Yeah, no, yeah. I yeah. didn't even
0: really know what Zoom was pre pandemic
1: no me neither mate no absolutely yeah
0: yeah so yeah that's i mean been
1: a bit... it's a weird it's a weird thing because i i saw a really cool thing the other day and i actually shared it on my instagram um because a popular phrase at the moment is um uh we're, we're all in the same boat yeah but i saw this cool take on it um i don't know if cool is the right word but it was a i found it to be quite truthful and it was yeah. uh we're, we're not all in the same boat we're in the same storm yeah um some of us are in a, a yacht some of us are in a boat some of us are drowning yeah you know so it's i think it's it is good to highlight that uh, yeah whilst we are all suffering from the same thing we're definitely not dealing with it all in the same way and um it is yeah. It is very interesting how people react to something like this which is unprecedented
0: yeah, I started getting a bit annoyed at all these millionaire celebrities that were like, "Oh, it's okay, guys, we'll get through it together." And I'm like, "Kim Kardashian, you literally live in a 6 million dollar mansion." Yeah, yeah. Like, give me a river love.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to relate, you yeah. know. I, I yeah. those people surely have their own problems, but it's kind of some, mm. Sometimes it comes off a bit dis- distasteful, I'd say. But um, Yeah, there's definitely
0: yeah. a disconnect and there's no sort of relatability. Like, I think Kim Kardashian's actually a really bad example because she actually went on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so of course like, she did. <laughs> I understand that you guys are all drowning, like you say, but I'm off on my yacht and it's just like, mate, mm. there's a time and a place to, to flaunt your class and now is not the time.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it, it links to one of the biggest things that people uh, hopefully learn from this is that humility is king in something like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you don't have it, it kind of it's never been more evident at the moment, you know, because yeah. <laughs> so, so many have so few. So.
0: Not, not to uh, plug my own podcast on my podcast, that's like Inception, isn't it? <laughs> but there was an episode recently um, with Marcus from Kinassis. Um, And we talk about like separating the art from the artist. And we talk about um, the fact that people have these mansions, but nowadays people want to see everything from everyone all the time. Whereas it used to be quite right. Once that door's shut, we don't get to glimpse. It's not like cribs. Um, I'd recommend checking that out because I think what you're saying is quite sort of mirrors that really. Mm, yeah ribs and Ozzy Osbourne kind of allowed you to see behind the curtain as it were
1: it's it's funny with stuff like that because for some reason we are still as much as we're aware of how fake celebrity can be we're still yeah. so so infatuated yeah. with it I don't know what it is I can't put my finger on it but yeah
0: I mean we're all guilty about me no?
1: being interested in that side of things
0: yeah i think we all idolize people and um as soon as someone does something wrong nowadays they're shot down and cancelled and everything's just like i can't believe you liked kevin spacey <laughs> i'm like yeah but i liked him as an actor not as what he got accused of do you know what i mean mm.
1: yeah you know, it, it's a huge yeah. it's a huge issue these days cuz i mean yeah. it's amazing i i think it's amazing that people are more accountable yeah um there is I, i'd say there's definitely is a, a line to draw with it in what you say about separating the artist from from the uh, their art yeah but it's so difficult i don't i don't have like the, the perfect answer for it because there just isn't yeah. one it, it it depends so much on the subjective ins and outs of stuff um yeah. and you could spend all day um, de- deliberating how guilty someone is, but at the end of the day, it's it's down to the act, you know. Yeah. It's it's what they've done and how yeah. that's affected the victim. It, it's a shame that it does seem to matter who the who the person is, yeah, over what what they've done. Yeah, it's very sad that that's so often the case. But um...
0: yeah, no, I agree. It's about context and intent as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know, sometimes people make mistakes. There is the fact that no yeah. no one's perfect. People make no. big mistakes sometimes, um, yeah. but it's the the fact is, you know, if you want any justice in the world, people have to be accountable and they have to take responsibility for it. And um, yeah, you know, again, it's it's like this is why we have. This is why we have juries and judges, and you know, evidence is supposed to be king, and often it isn't these days, which is kind of relates to the council culture, doesn't
0: it? And it's about how many zeros are in your bank account because you can just bribe the judge, (laughs) yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's happened
0: definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's uh let's move on to the second question. We're already nine minutes in. Grums, you thought, (laughs) didn't you? (laughs) Right, so this is going to sound like I'm sucking up to you, so I apologise in advance. (laughs) But I want to thank you and the rest of Shields for allowing me to feel a bit more human when your album Life in Exile came out because I was going through quite a uh, troubling time, let's say, and there was nothing better to me on a summer's day after work Of just getting in my shitty Ford Fiesta and just absolutely blasting Intimacy, Black Dog, Uh uh, White Embers, Delilah, uh, and just going to the fucking beach and playing Pokemon Go with my mates for a couple of hours. Amazing. And I genuinely think that Life in Exile is one of the best albums I've heard in the last five years. And I'm not just saying that because you're on my podcast. (laughs) The production value of that album is fucking awesome, and I cannot fault it in any way. Um, and I think that it's a very, very good example of if you all want something and you all have a common goal, then you should just absolutely floor it and put the gas on. So, yeah, Thank you, man. I just wanted to get that out. That's, Dave, all right. that's, that's very kind
1: of you, appreciate that for sure. I am
0: gutted that you're not together anymore, <laughs> but. I do understand that life has to continue and I understand that you're now in another band.
1: Yes, I am. Yeah.
0: Do you want to mention that?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird thing because um, it's it, uh, my, my current band is uh, I'm in a band called Brotherhood, um, which is just yeah. a straight up sort of hardcore band from Portsmouth. Um, and it's like the result of many, many years of growth and learning about, what you really want in in life i think and um not to sound again that's going to sound so cheesy when people listen to that um but even even the name was heavily heavily considered and thought out because it's the other members of this band are guys that um i used to be in a band with before shields called uh, prolong the agony Yeah, yeah yeah and at the time that that band did not end well with uh with my departure we we all fell out really bad i I didn't speak to those guys for like three years you know and we had a major falling out yeah and throughout it's a weird thing because um we sort of avoided each other like like you wouldn't believe and i even had it got it got to the point where i i had actual serious anxiety about even yeah. going through Portsmouth on my way to other places, uh, in, ca- in case yeah. I bumped into them. Even though I mean, it was it was really bad, ridiculous. Now that I talk about it now, yeah. but you know how things can get with
0: <laughs> you know yeah, you yeah.
1: blow things up in your mind. And um,
0: oh yeah, your brain's ridiculously powerful with this sort of stuff, and it can really cultivate inside of you, can't it? Uh,
1: yeah, like you, you take things to yeah. worst case scenario o- often yeah. evidence for for that scenario um yeah it just grows and grows and grows. so yeah. when when basically when when we lost george um and yeah. shields began to sort of um fall apart in terms of like how happy we were and things like that um those guys those yeah. guys who in prolonging agony who are now in brotherhood they reached out to me and it was just like a breath of fresh air like it was amazing they, they really pulled me out of a dark place and um I was yeah. just so grateful for them in my to have them in my life, and we, it, it, there was yeah. no talk of any band stuff. But then eventually, we just ended up going, "Hey, let's make some music." And that's why we called it Brotherhood because we were just so happy to be like a brother again, you know. And it was, um, yeah, it was just such a powerful, important thing for us at that point. Um,
0: yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I think um, the reason I relate to Shields so much in particular is. Watching you guys go from playing to 12 people at a random gig on a Wednesday (laughs) night to playing on a tour with, was it Oceans 8 Alaska?
1: Um, Possibly, yeah. We did tour with them. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then it got to the point where you'd signed to, was it Long Branch Records? Yes,
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: And I just kept seeing all these milestones get hit and I think... For someone that's been in bands for probably nine or ten years of absolutely dedicating my entire life and craft to just getting signed, it was really cool to see nowadays with all of these saturated bands and bands that only really are in a band to say that they're in it right yeah it's cool to see the the, the righteous prevail if that makes <laughs> sense that you were all in it and you didn't want. Anything less than to be able to play, I don't know, say download, for example, or to play the biggest room possible with genuine fans. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people try to get to that stage and they give up because it's just too difficult and things don't naturally come to them and they don't capitalize on the little wins. Yeah. Yeah. And things don't fall into place naturally and you kind of have to force it. And I didn't get that from you at all. Um, um, I remember seeing you at Joiners, and it was sold out. It was just like, yeah. Obviously, that's my probably um, what's the word? Rose tinted glasses. <laughs> Look at it. Obviously, you were in the band, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you seem to naturally progress very well.
1: Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it's it's kind of hard to judge it from the inside because you obviously yeah. we we saw all the the hardships and obviously in the hardships, um, just like any other band. Like sounds like you you know the pain, and, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. um it, it, I mean, I'd say it's I, I'm sure any any band person would agree with this. It's like you suffer i I'd say like eighty percent of the time for twenty percent of enjoyment. Yeah. And that twenty yeah. percent is so powerful that you just you just don't care about the eighty yeah. percent of pain and um i think there is definitely a point when you're trying to make it and you know inverted commas like make it as Mm -hmm. a band where the 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 boys do get separated from the men and um you have to make some serious i'd say it's just all it's just about sacrifice you have to work out yeah what you want from it what you're willing to settle for ultimately and yeah um you know, it's 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 going to come to a point in anyone any musician's life where they're going to go, I, I can't do this anymore, or you know, I've still got yeah. a little bit more in me to keep going. And it, yeah. it, ultimately, any band is that's the breaking point of any band, the make or break time, I'd say. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I think every band has its tolerances. Yeah, yeah, but you all have to be so united, like what you're saying about brotherhood. The fact that you thought about the name for yeah. so long. Yeah. You all have a goal and you probably won't be satisfied until you hit that goal if that's fair to say
1: i would say in music um it's this is going to sound so negative but it's a weirdly it's something that can push you as well i think but it, i think yeah. honestly and i've had many discussions with this with people in and out of and out of music you get to the point where actually it's never enough yeah and that can true. be quite damaging to you as a person like it, it's yeah very hard to let go of things um because especially if yeah. you have spent years suffering and and you know you have to have so much self-belief in yourself and it, it, when you don't have that self-belief that's when your bandmates come in to try and pick you up and pull you along with them and until you get that motivation again yeah. um and it, it's it's like you, yeah. you have to be so mindful of your own life because before you know it before you know it mentioned how long you've been doing it like you know before you know it 10 years have gone by and it's like you think wow you know what have I done in this time other than sit in vans and cars and you know and that 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 time you spent has to be worth it you have to find you have to find something in it to take away from it that even even though even if what you take away isn't success if it has to be some sort of fulfillment and go, you know, even if you didn't get somewhere that you wanted to get, you go, well, shit, at least I tried, you know, and I'm happy with myself for that, you know.
0: I think that's really true because there's a lot of people, like the reason I started doing this podcast is because A, I wanted to reconnect with people that I thought were interesting and B, I want to allow people to share their interesting stories Because there are people out there that think about doing things. And there are people like me that do things. Yes. And I think that is like a lot of people want to be famous, but a lot of people don't want to put the work in. And an overnight success is usually like 10 years of hard work. At least. Yeah. Yeah. um, Whilst I'm on the whole catchphrase thing, (laughs) because I do like my... Um, I've heard something that really sort of um, translated and resonated with me, which was musicians play... Oh, what was it? They put £5,000 worth of gear into a £500 car to play for £5 money. (laughs) That's a perfect way of like... You you really do suffer for your art, don't you?
1: I I think that's so accurate. (laughs) Maybe, maybe maybe not even that amount at the end. (laughs) Sometimes nothing. So yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I I definitely spent at least a couple of grand on my base rate. Yeah, yeah, definitely and my bases as well because i didn't buy crap i bought
1: well, and, I, and i respect that you know it's you know i mean i think um, it, the 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 tools of your trades is important it's good to try and be yeah. clued up and know what's good you can't afford something you know it's like you can always get there in the future you yeah. can't beat yourself up if you can't afford the great rig or whatever you know But yeah. it's um yeah. yeah you have to invest in yourself absolutely yeah
0: yeah yeah, definitely. You can always buy the beginning stuff and then yeah. work your way I mean, up. Yeah, I think like
1: my my first guitar was like a twenty pound half thing from Argos, do you know what I mean? Like you know, and yeah. it's it, you sort of work your way up over the over the years and that that that, that in itself is a great fulfilment as a musician. Even if you just play in your bedroom, you know, yeah. it's great to sort of do that and enjoy enjoy your your purchases for what they are.
0: Did you get an amp with your Yamaha? Uh,
1: I did actually. I had a little ten watt thing, and it <laughs> was absolutely so awesome. I loved that thing.
0: Yeah. Was it called a BB blaster? Um,
1: I can't remember. I'm not sure what what the actual model yeah. was, but it, you could fit it into a, a, a like a backpack.
0: Yeah.
1: And I used to take it to school.
0: I just remember. Yeah, I just remember everyone having Line Six Spider Twos. <laughs> everyone would press that insane yeah. button which was like a preset, and they're like mate i sound like i in trivium it's it's, it's <laughs> absolutely
1: legendary that setting the the, the line yeah. six spider with yeah. insane mate i mean you can't beat yeah. it oh. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely amazing
0: yeah i love it right so i'm gonna ask you one more question and then we're going to go to a quick break yes yeah. all right so I wanna know in your musical career, what the best gig you've ever played as a musician has been.
1: Um, I'm gonna say right off the bat, I'm gonna say the Coco show that Shields did, um in in London, Coco, yeah. Uh yeah. That was pretty intense and it was uh it was I don't know if, if anyone's like familiar with what happened with that, but like that was pretty much the first show we played back after Um, george had died and um it was supporting escape the fate and set to stun and it was that was it was weird because we were already on tour with those guys um so we'd already done quite a few dates with those guys and then george died and then we kind of returned to the tour (laughs) um and that was the first date back and um just because it was kind of like i'm not from london but i've always counted when i was in shields i counted london as our hometown because i'd spent so many years of my life there um and the rest of the guys were from around that area and um it was just a sea of faces like we had mates that flew out from germany to see us and we had people that had just like showered us with so much love it's just the room was just full of love you know and we had everyone that we could possibly cram in onto our guest list (laughs) like we just tried to get everyone there and um it was a real special time it was really special i've never felt so much love um at that point so it yeah, just I can't, can't i can't i can't be we probably had other shows with like yes. maybe like more people or you know whatever like but yeah for that reason it was just so awesome
0: i think stuff like that really elevates you and it kind of i don't know what the correct word is but it kind of it allows you to play better yeah i
1: mean you you put a lot it's, more into you, it
0: you get the energy yeah yeah and you can give energy if you get the energy whereas when you play to your mates it's a bit like um, <laughs> not <really doing> this. <laughs> this is just a practice that's uh in a random venue three hours away from my house i wonder what's i think there's
1: definitely a lot of shows where you do feel like that you think mm-hmm. well, well this is just a this is just a paid rehearsal <laughs> you know but um yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was definitely something i'd never had anything close to in terms of emotion for sure
0: yeah no i get that we're just um, going to go to a quick ad break but i want to uh keep talking about gigs so i'm going to ask you when we're back the best gig you've ever been to as a public person rather than a musician we'll be right back just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Than Podcast. Uh, just a quick shout out to my sponsor, Grind, who are a Weymouth-based fitness company. Uh, they're Weymouth-based, I'm Weymouth-based, so it seems like a natural fit for a sponsorship to start with. They are a sportswear, crossfit, weightlifting sportswear company. and I've been given some stuff by them recently, and it's all absolutely fantastic uh washed it a few times it's been exactly the same style wise uh it's not lost any color or anything like that um and yeah it's just a really nice bit of clothing to wear really um a lot of people wear it for like triathlons and stuff like that long distance so um i've yeah like i say i've not had any issues with any of it it's it's fantastic so uh, big up to uh clayton at grind um yeah that's that's all i've wanted to say quickly um so, yeah, if you're interested in any of their stuff, then feel free to drop me a message. I know um, Grind on Instagram, which is G-R-N-D. If you shoot them a message, they'll get back to you in probably about 20 minutes. Any, any inquiries or anything like that that you need to know about, just shoot them a message. I think um, I'll leave a website link in the episode of this podcast down below. And I think currently they're doing some sort of Valentine's Day, February month deal, which is uh, buy one, get one free. Something like that. Let's uh, let's have a look. But yeah, nice one. Cheers, Grind. And back to the podcast. Hello. Hello. So I'm not sure if I phrased that correctly. I don't think I've ever used the word public person before. But I think (laughs) you know what I'm on about
1: um uh, yes i know what you mean just as a as a a punter yeah yeah. as a fan yeah man
0: so what's the best gig you've been to
1: um it's quite that's quite a hard question i think yes i think probably i don't know why but what's coming to my head right now is um american head charge
0: Okay. Yeah. Which is
1: quite random because they're not definitely, you know, they're not really a band that I'd say I'm a huge fan of or anything like that. But um, I remember I went to see them in, uh, it was at the Portsmouth Wedgwood Rooms, And um, I was just like a teenager. And I, I just remembered their sound was just absolutely, you know, when you go to, a, even if you don't know who the band is, when you just get absolutely blown away by the, by whoever's on stage. Um, it was just a real like kick to the face in the in a really good way. Like they were just yeah. absolutely amazing, blew me away. And I wasn't expecting them to be good at all because all, we, all I'd read in the press leading up to it, they're one of those bands that get um, a lot of sort of negative stuff said about them with drugs and you know like general band issues. And I was expecting them to be a total train wreck, but it goes to show that you can't always take that yeah. ver- verbatim, you know, because they were amazing. Yeah. Still to this day, that was a long time. That was probably like 2005, maybe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it
0: left an impact on you still to this day. 16 yeah. Years yeah.
1: Massively. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. What was yours?
0: Oh, God, don't do this to me. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever asked me. I think for a very, very long time, the first band I ever saw, and I made a conscious effort to see this with my stepdad, was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Cool. And yeah. I saw the Majeski Stadium in Reading, and the stadium was only even half built. <laughs> um, and I saw the best bands that I could think of in the world as my first gig. And they were incredible. They'd just finished recording Stadium Arcadium. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, but ever since that, I haven't really followed them that much i like, i love I love their stuff, but I don't consciously put it on anymore,
1: yeah, sure, but
0: they were really, really good live, but I didn't really have anything to compare it to um yeah, yeah yeah i um I hosted quite a lot of gigs in Weymouth, and we managed to get in me down here at the pavilion.
1: That's really cool,
0: yeah, and they are my favorite band, and they always will be my favorite band. I absolutely fucking love in me, they're incredible. <laughs> um and they just give it everything they've got live and you talk to them after and before and they're just normal people yeah and oh thanks for setting us up mate thanks for letting us sound check and i'm like what are you on about like you're a headlining band of course you've got a sound check you know that that goes um, to show you know yeah just yeah everything's just so gratefully received and nothing's taken for granted with them and they're just so humble they're just some guys from Essex.
1: It's always amazing that, to hear that exactly. when a band, yeah. as as I'd say, there's a, a big generation, definitely in the UK. I'm not sure about yeah. worldwide that that have a big soft spot in me for sure. Yeah, you know that it's Overgrown Eden era and all that like that. That was amazing. Yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: Overgrown Eden, White Butterfly. The one thing that I will say about In Me though, but now I can drive, it doesn't really matter too much. <laughs> is they wouldn't really play anywhere south of Southampton. Okay. Yeah, Because they're from Essex, so London's their sort of bread and butter for tours.
1: Yeah, I guess that might have been something to do yeah. with like, I guess over the years they've figured out where they do well and where they don't. And
0: Oh yeah, they've yeah. played um, Bournemouth in the past and it's instantly sold out. And if that doesn't tell you that there's an appetite for it down here, then <laughs> I don't know what will. Uh, Weymouth Pavilion sold out. Um, yeah, they're, they're awesome, I love In Me, I won't go on too much about it. Another band that I really, really appreciated seeing was Avenged Sevenfold, and it was two shows before The Rev died.
1: Oh, oh, wow, damn. Yeah.
0: And I don't think a lot of people um, appreciated Avenged Sevenfold really at that stage. Um, When The Rev died, I think a lot of people sort of stuck their head out a little bit, if that makes sense.
1: It definitely put them on the map for a lot of people, I would say, which is a really messed up thing to...
0: Just, yeah uh, yeah like it's it's it's
1: a shame that that's what it took yeah i think Perhaps. that helped
0: them break into the mainstream which is weird yeah something that can cause fame but it's
1: it's it's, it's i mean i'm to, again like there's, there's probably other bands that have had this situation like i mean architects is probably one of those bands as well yeah where well, they yeah. had this huge awful thing happen and then a lot of people actually because of that extra exposure. Because, you know, people, yeah. it's a sad thing, but media love a tragedy, don't they? You know, they love yeah, it. Yeah, they do, yeah. And it's it's one of those things. But um, I'm mm-hmm. glad, if anything, you have to just be glad, I suppose, that people found a band that they enjoy, you know, yeah. at the bottom line.
0: Yeah, they, they deserve all the fame that they got then, five years before. Yeah. But they got it eventually, I suppose. Shout out to Architects.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I remember watching Architects in um a small venue called Unit 22 unit 22 in Southampton and yeah. it was with their old vocalist and yeah. and they were literally it was like a shoebox and they were absolutely in and um yeah. and I I remember one of their um i can't remember who it was one of their members because it's hard to remember because they all look s- so different to how they yeah. do now <laughs> yeah, yeah they all had massive emo fringes and stuff and um one gave me their ep i remember because i couldn't afford wow. i actually couldn't afford to buy their is is the nightmare ep um yeah. and i couldn't afford it and they actually he, he went oh just have it man and it's like <laughs> even then just legends you know so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah I hope they're still like that now I, I have no doubt that they are it's just um sometimes when you exponentially grow you can get a bit of an ego can't you but i, I don't mm-hmm. think that's the case of them i'm just sort of throwing it out there that's that's what's happened sometimes
1: yeah so, it certainly yeah. is a, a thing that can happen i mean I, it, it, the thing is that i was thinking about this actually earlier because i actually had the new album on in the car earlier today um and the problem is when a band gets really big it, it they have to sort of keep a distance sometimes from people which doesn't necessarily mean that they don't want to talk to people or they don't appreciate them but i think sometimes yeah. when you get that you know this is why like stadium bands you're never going to meet the band at a stadium gig, guy. you do you know what i mean because they would get swamped and they can't possibly yeah. see everyone so they, it's be, it's often easier just to not do it you know and it's with bands like architects i think they're probably at, they're not, I wouldn't say they're a stadium band, but I mean, they're getting pre- yeah. pretty big, aren't they? You know, and it's like,
0: yeah, I they, think they have
1: they to keep a healthy the distance.
0: Going, if they go on the way they're going, they'll play Wembley.
1: Hopefully, fingers crossed, man. that will be yeah. amazing.
0: I could see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bring Me the Horizon they, did it, you know.
0: They did a show recently um, in the midst of COVID that you could buy a ticket for online and watch.
1: That was the Royal Abbott Hall, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did they also play Ali Pali? That's always a big milestone as well, isn't it?
1: Oh man, yeah. I mean, if you think about did they headline it?
0: I think so. Mm,
1: that's huge. Yeah. For a UK yeah. band, it's a especially in a heavy genre, you know.
0: It's incredible. Yeah. I love it. Love that. Yeah, once you see a band play Made of Vale at BBC, I think that's when you can start seeing them morph into a more commercial landscape. Yeah. That makes sense
1: um quite quite often yeah for sure i mean it's, it's i think the bbc have done a lot of good things for bands i'm not a huge fan of the bbc but i think like in terms of music they've done a lot of really good stuff always supporting yeah. heavy bands you know like the radio one rock show you can't fault that can yeah. you You know it's bringing it into yeah. the forefront a lot of these bands owe their careers to that
0: yeah daniel p carter yeah yeah
1: 100
0: right let's um switch some gears quickly so <laughs> I want to know what your favourite video game is, Larry.
1: Right, I'm going to say uh, there's it's quite a few of them, but I'm just going to say it as a general general game, uh, Hitman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Um, and I'm I'm playing a lot of that at the moment in COVID times. Um. Yeah. And uh, I I know there's been like loads of different versions of it because it's a pretty old yeah. old franchise at this point, but um yeah I just I just love how it just you don't, you don't, you're not, you know, you don't, you don't play it online. It's not against other people. It's all about your no, your yeah. own skill, and it encourages yeah. you to think about, you know, different approaches. And you can just sort of lose yourself in it for for hours. Yeah. Um. And it's yeah. just a really fun game, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think if um, if you like Hitman, you'll like Metal Gear Solid. If you've played that. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: Number three was one of my best games ever.
1: Um which one was that? Was that on the boat? That
0: was Snake Eater.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. S2. Yeah, man.
0: That allowed you to either go in all guns blazing <laughs> or it allowed you to actually be stealthy. Whereas Hitman doesn't really offer that. It you yeah. have to like Splinter Cell as well, if you played that.
1: Do you know what? I've never played Splinter Cell. I've heard good things about it. That's a
0: Tom Clancy yeah, one, isn't that that? Yeah, it kind of tried to rival Metal Gear, but mm. Hideo gunami whatever his name is is just too clever
1: i mean <laughs> he's just yeah way
0: into our game. The,
1: the, the key thing about his games is that is the writing i think you know like yeah. the storyline that unfolds and often it can feel i think what put me off Little yeah. gear sometimes is that it feels like you're going to be there for 100 a hours yeah. <laughs> they feel like they're yeah, quite yeah. long like long cutscenes, isn't there and things like that yeah but if you really yeah. get into it i think it's they're amazing yeah definitely
0: yeah so we're going with hitman as your answer yeah 100 percent. nice 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 right so i want to know more about you outside of the music world so we obviously had a chat before we went live with this yes and you mentioned you were trying to stay healthy and fit and you were going jogging and all that sort of stuff so um yeah what is your sort of average weekly routine if anyone's uh looking to get a bit more fit in covid
1: right i mean the first lockdown i signed up to this amazing thing uh, by a guy called joe wicks he's i think yeah. he's pretty well known these days he 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 yeah. does all those sort of pe sessions on tv and stuff yeah. um he had an amazing uh sort of scheme you can sign up to where it gives you um a selection of hit exercises high intensity interval training um and yeah. you do them and then it also gives you like food to eat as well like recipes for new food that's healthy that supports your, your growth and things um so yes. I started off doing them like four days a week in tents. um but that's not sustainable at least it's not for me so I do like one or two of them a week now um yeah and then what i'll I'll do at least i try to do at least once a week i go for like a run um and i also do like a selection of like weights and things in in the house um which which is especially something i do when uh when it's like really cold or wet or something (laughs) you know because you don't always go running out in the ice do you and stuff like that so no No. yeah um
0: yeah what
1: go on uh well that's that's about it really I, I, i tried to I mean, I'm not great. Yeah. I'm not great with abstaining from like, like food that's bad for you. Though I have to say, it kind of it probably yeah. completely negates all my hard work. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm not one of those people yeah, that but... calorie counts or anything like that. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I always like think to myself, I've just done a five k, I deserve McDonald's, and I'm like, no, Ben, <laughs>
1: that's it, isn't it? That's the trap.
0: That's the devil on your shoulder <laughs> talking. Listen to him.
1: Yeah, it's awful <laughs> for that. I feel like you've earned that. You go home and you're like, well, I've just yeah. done this. I've just sweated my ass off for like yeah, <laughs> 20 yeah. minutes. So I can eat that biscuit. But yeah, it's not good.
0: <laughs> when you um, when you go out for a jog or a run, what's your average sort of distance that you do?
1: I'm trying to build it up to 5k. I haven't managed that yet. Um, yeah. The problem is I make the mistake of I I'll, I'll stick like music on something like pretty punky yeah. or hardcore type stuff. And it just makes me leg it. I absolutely sprint, <laughs> and it just yeah, wipes yeah. me out. So at the moment, you know, I, I can do about two k at the moment, but um, okay. which for me is quite considering I haven't like been the most active in the world. It's uh, I, I'm yeah. taking that as a win at the moment, but you know, but yeah. you know, I mean, I think I think wherever you, you, as long as you've tried something, I think that's probably the the best thing you can really,
0: you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the um, the only advice I can give because I usually do five or six k now, and I used to do just six, uh, two or three, like you've just yeah. said. Um, you have to be hard on yourself, but you need to do it in increments. That's it. Yeah, you can't just go out and do a five k because you'll just make yourself miserable. Yeah, and if you don't set your pace, then you'll be running on empty for about four k
1: it's it's it's, it's a crazy thing because i think a lot of people think 5k uh, that's that's not that far but when it comes to running 5k it's actually a really long way you know so hats off to you for achieving that man that's
0: amazing thank you and i think um doing it like if you're doing two and a half k and then two and a half k back to your car or back to your house anyone can do two and a half k getting to the place that they turn around (laughs) Then have to sustain yourself to get back yeah
1: that's the worst bit
0: i think that's what people really struggle with is they set off too quickly mm. you're right
1: yeah it's tempting because you think oh i feel great this is cool this is great and then yeah you hit that wall the famous wall that you hit you know and then that's that's where you need some really good music in your headphones to get you through the last few <laughs> the last the last yeah, section yeah. of it um
0: Yeah, and you need to make sure that your music's not going to cut halfway through. Oh, man. Yeah. Because a lot of times I've gone to check out bands and they've only got an EP, and I'm like, okay, four (laughs) songs. All right. Okay. And then 10 minutes later, the EP's over, and I'm like, shit, I now need to change my music. Yeah, it's the worst. (laughs) Listen to another podcast or, you know, something like that.
1: That's the thing. I think it's good to make a little playlist if you can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I want to talk about your. Usual job. I want to talk about hairdressing. So, how did you get into that?
1: Right. Well, it's it's an interesting one. With it, well, at least I find it interesting. <laughs> I don't
0: think anyone else would find it interesting. I um,
1: <laughs> started off cutting hair, just like cutting my own hair and like cutting my housemates' hair and stuff like that. um And that it was always like a, just a side thing, and um I never really thought about it any 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 more beyond that. It was more just like because I hate. I just ironically i hated going to the barbers um i I always found it too awkward i'm quite an awkward person and i found it it's just difficult it's it's kind of like when you get into a taxi i always struggle to know what to say yeah yeah. Um, yeah. and i always used to have music as my my main priority so i always used to have just like whatever job i could get on the side i've been through so many jobs over the years you know touring is king and most jobs don't support that so um barbering was never something i thought about but over the years i started doing cutting hair on tour as well i take my clippers and when you when you've been away for like two three weeks you need a haircut you know and the worst thing last thing you want to do when you arrive somewhere is go right i'm going to find a random barber shop you know because you never know what you're going to get and most of the time you've you've got other things to do um so i used to be that guy i'd be like right who wants to cut? Let's go find some room backstage yeah. or whatever. And I started doing that quite a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, at the same time as this, I started to progress in um, top man. I used to work as a visual merchandiser. And um, I got to the point with that that where I was kind of like, I'm so sick of this. I hate coming back from tour and doing this job. Um, yeah, so yeah. I got to the point where I was like, right, screw this. I'm going to really commit to this. I enjoy cutting hair. I think I could be good at it, you know, without sounding arrogant. I had the idea that I might be yeah. okay at it. And um yeah. I really committed. I quit my job, completely just quit it with no plan. And I um yeah. I went to the London School of Barbering, um, which is like a real yeah. crash course, um, horrifically stressful um bar- barbering course. Yeah. And um I did that and uh cutting people like anyone anyone in london and um that that was like a really scary time for me because it involved like taking a loan out and things like that and i had no job set up at the end of it i had no idea how i'd end up paying paying for myself you know and um it was a bit of a risk but it really paid off because luckily um a guy on the isle of wight who i'd sort of known um for a few years he uh a guy called joe collins he owns a barbershop here in newport where i live and um he just took a chance on me and he was he was giving me support as i went as i was learning and things like that but he just took a chance and went right mate do you wanna you know if you if you fancy it you can come down and start cutting with me if you want and um i never looked back i I just as soon as i finished i just started immediately pretty much um and that is quite unusual because most barbershops they'll be very suspicious of new people do you know what i mean because most people do it takes years to become even a base even a basic barber it takes such a long time of dedication and i kind of jumped into it i'd done it for you know i'd started cutting hair in like 2012 but um yeah i would never done it professionally and he took a massive chance on me which i'm so grateful for because i jumped i basically just jumped in the hot seat started cutting hair for like 12 hours a day you know it was a tough job um jump straight in and i i wanted to quit every day without exaggeration i i it was so much harder than i ever thought it would be and it it was a real sort of humbling experience um Mm -hmm. i think like without being mean to anyone i think people often assume that barbering is quite easy um especially with like men because they sort of think oh you just you know you just hit the clippers and you know and all that and, and that's it yeah. but it's it's so yeah. much more to it it's like you you never stop learning yeah. you never stop trying to develop yourself if if you want to get further and um like my yeah. my you know the guy I was talking about Joe he's been doing it most of his life you know he started as a really young young man and um he's he he even today he'll say that I'm still learning I still have those moments where I panic and like, I don't know what I'm doing you know and you, you never yeah. reach that point where you go, "This is super easy." Yeah, I've gone. Yeah, right that's it. You never, you never reach that yeah. point. You, you, you don't have that "J for me in between" as like I completed it, mate. You know, you, <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, it's 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 a really good job for that because it, it constantly humbles you. Um, yeah, yeah, and you, and you, you appreciate your growth so much because you can't fake it. It's a job where you absolutely cannot fake it.
0: Yeah, you've, you've got it on
1: yeah. the
0: oven. Just, um oven. Just on hair, I want to try and make a bit of a joke. Comedian Ben, <laughs> alert. Has anyone ever said to you, I really don't like this haircut?
1: Um, no, luckily.
0: No, I don't think anyone has ever said, especially a blunt.
1: Yeah, I'm so thankful because I think it would have crushed probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
0: I've had experiences in the past where I literally... I, like the woman that cuts my hair could get a sharpie out <laughs> over my face show me the back of my head in the mirror and I'd be like yeah that's yeah, great
1: thanks. yeah man that, that that's it. that's the just, English way though right you know you just
0: politeness all the way um we don't complain until we get our podcast <laughs> going and then we can just bag off the whole world behind that's a phone it, man I mean
1: yeah. I no, I I'm <laughs> gonna, I got to qualify this with I'm certain I've had people who were unhappy with what I had done but um, luckily yeah. they'd never actually articulated that but um I actually do you know what yeah. my one of my very first cuts in that shop I didn't do the best job like it wasn't the worst thing ever but don't get me wrong but this one guy came who was a regular there and I actually I felt bad do you know what I mean like I felt bad and you have to set a precedent you can't just go right well I, I don't think I did a good job so this is for free you can't do that you have to still charge them um but yeah. about a year later I gave him a free one because I said do you know what dude I always felt guilty for that haircut so
0: <laughs> I can't yeah. keep going like this <laughs> Yeah. I have- yeah,
1: I, I I always felt <laughs> awkward when he ever came in. So eventually I ended up cutting his hair again. Yeah, was yeah, like, this one's on me, dude, because I appreciate you giving me that chance. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I can't keep yeah, living alive. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> bad, you know. Brilliant. So the next thing I want to talk about is religion, and I'm conscious that we're at our twenty-five minute okay. mark. So pretty much anything you want to talk about religion, this is a open forum. Um, and i will listen to what you have to say um so yeah if we want to go for that then i'll send you another link now yeah, sounds good yes dude hey guys just a quick ad read ocean bottle i recently reached out to this company as i thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic support livelihoods stop ocean plastic These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. These are 100% dishwasher safe and contain double-walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award-winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own ocean blue one soon with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. Welcome back. So just quickly to preface what I've just said, I have been christened and I used to go to Sunday school, which wasn't really my choice, which has probably steered me into going the route that I've gone, which is I'm fairly agnostic. Okay. Yeah. I believe that there is a higher power, but I'd quite like to meet him potentially get him on the podcast i don't know let's see what happens
1: that would be a good one wouldn't it absolutely yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i've got yeah. offers from joe rogan but i'm gonna go with ben
1: <laughs> i mean i could i could send you guys that look like jesus would that yeah. help <laughs> yeah um
0: so yeah how did uh how did you get into that it's not really something that you can get into i suppose it's probably a stupid question but um
1: no, yeah. um, it's not a stupid que- I, That's the thing with religion. I don't think there are any stupid questions. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> I might retract that statement at some <laughs> point. <laughs> but um, I got into it because ultimately, to, to to really, really boil it down, I got into it was because my fiance, uh, Charlie, she, she is a Christian. And um, I was pretty much an aggressive atheist for most of my life um and when i say aggressive i was never rude about it or anything like that but i was absolutely certain that i knew what life was about and where i came from and all that um however um it was i've been with her about six seven years now and um when i proposed to her we sort of discussed the fact that it was faith is important to her yeah and her family as well and um yeah. because it's important to her i was like well it's important to me as well then i want us to be on the same page in life and um i agreed to do what's this uh really really cool thing called the alpha course okay
0: um
1: which is a it's kind of like it's not like uh what you, what you might expect from it. it is it is obviously all about christianity um but it's actually what I describe it as, I'm not sure if they would describe it as this, but I would say it's like a kind of like an open forum, you know, like yes. it's for everyone, for Christians, devout Christians, it's for for people who are complete atheists, anything in between, you know? So you've got the two extremes there and it's got it's got anyone in between. And it's just to discuss, discuss these things. So what you 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 sort of normally they do it meeting up in like their local church or anything, something like that. But um, Obviously due to COVID, they've had to change and you do it on the Zoom meeting now. Yeah. And uh you 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 meet up once a week on Zoom. You watch a video which yeah. is made by them and um it's they'll cover a subject of the day like uh, you know, why do you pray? Who is Jesus yeah. or you know, why why am I here? And like big, big subjects and you'll just yeah. discuss it amongst everyone. They don't push it on you, they don't force yeah. you to sort of say stuff you don't want to say. You, you could do it and not say a word you yeah. know and but it's it's great to discuss it um and over this time i really i mean for, for many years i I always had a feeling inside of me that there was something more um yeah and over the years as well I a lot of christians who were awesome people you know yeah. This, this is the thing like i think especially in heavy music there's a really really big stigma yeah. stigma towards religion and i get yeah. it you know I've, I've i've been there myself i i get it mm-hmm. right. um it's very easy i feel like it's quite an easy target religion um oh yeah, yeah. you know um, however what i'd realized when i started really discussing it with christians and with non-christians is that i had never actually taken the time to properly investigate it you know i I think people form very strong opinions on things based on assumptions and based on, you know, you know, sometimes it's real, real experiences they've had, which can be horrible. You know, I want to make it clear. I'm not a conservative Christian. I'm i I'm a very, I'd describe I hate this term, but I'm a very modern Christian with it. You know, you know, I'm not, I'm not homophobic. For example, I don't, I don't think homophobia is a sin or anything like that. Far from it. Yeah. I can't stand stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I think everyone's as natural as each other and uh, everyone deserves love. Everyone deserves yeah. respect and all that. Um, and I think there's room for everyone. It, this Christianity taught me above once above, above everything is just to have love for everyone. And you'd be surprised, as, as cheesy as that sounds, you'd be surprised yeah. how easy it is to hate people and to, to sort of uh, judge people before you really know them. And it taught me not to do that which sounds so simple yeah. and lots of people manage that anyway. And I I'd like to think I did that before, but I've never known love. Like I experienced when I first experienced the Holy spirit and things like that, you know, it's, yeah. it's indescribable. And until you give it a go and really, really, um, surrender yourself to it and give, give it a chance to affect you. Don't, yeah. you know, then you'll, you'll never have, you just can't understand the love that you feel when you have really, reach that point yeah. in faith
0: no i get that yeah yeah makes sense yeah i think hate's so easy to achieve isn't it it's very low effort yeah like, oh, yeah like that. the, that's it the, game over
1: the the, prob- the thing is sometimes i can i get it sometimes hate is justified in in a, in a certain argument you know from a point of view and yeah. i do get it um and there's a lot of people i'd say there's a lot of christians out there who i would say to be honest, are bad Christians who who do who do spend yeah. their life hating people and hating people's ways way of life. You know, um, yeah. I I use it as a form of acceptance of people that I actually might have not accepted before. You know, yeah. For me, it's grown my love for people rather than uh, caused mm. cause me. to.
0: Yeah, it's always that really, really loud one percent, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, well, and well, I, well, I understand well, it. You know. Well
0: based on that alone they had a chance and that person ruined it for them so that's black and white basically that's their entire
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah their entire experience of it was bad because of that one person that ruined it for everyone yeah
1: yeah yeah it's a sad thing when that happens and um but the, the 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 truth is that there's always always someone out there who does care and it, yeah. th- this is beyond religion as well there's always people who do care about it about you and about um how you're feeling about things in general you know and it's um yeah i i've never met a, a more loving giving group of people than the, the church that i attend which is the portsmouth harbour church um near Go- right. near gomworth um you know they're, they're constantly helping people every day of the week they do charity they do everything for people that they can you know and it's yeah. which is more than i can say for some people who who believe that christians are bad people <laughs> you know you know yeah. it's you know i'm not i'm not trying to um throw shade on anyone at all but because there's, <laughs> there's always always room for people to to reach out and help someone there's always room for that yeah um yeah yeah i get what you're saying yeah
0: yeah, I think for every light, there's a dark, and for every dark, there's a light. You just need to. I think dark presents itself quite. Um, it's everywhere, whereas you have to look for the light. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a really important thing because there's a, there's light in everyone. You know, even someone that you might say is a really bad person. You know, you know, you, know, you yeah. could have some murderer in prison. He, you you think, oh he's done for. He's not done for. Yeah. There's always a chance for him, you know? Yeah. It's never too late.
0: Allow yourself to accept that person and try and get some common ground yeah. and have a chat with him. I mean,
1: it, it's the great equalizer. Everyone is a sinner. Everyone. No one's perfect. Yeah. You know, there's always room for improvement for everyone. Mm.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Is um is that everything you wanted to say about that
1: um yeah i suppose so
0: yeah <laughs> a pretty uh, good i, way I, of I could
1: go on get... forever you know but but yeah, in the interest yeah. of a podcast i
0: won't <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool i just don't want to like cut you no off, no
1: man if... i appreciate the voice
0: like, stories and stuff. No, that's cool um we've got three more questions okay so this is a fairly new question to the structure so what is the first thing you're going to do when COVID buggers off?
1: I am going to go to the pub, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you and 4,000 other people. Indeed. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's probably going to be pretty busy. It might be a lot worse yeah. than I remember, but <laughs> that's the one thing that I keep thinking, especially as it's getting warmer now, it seems to be. It's kind of kinda missed that point, right? Yeah, yeah 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 getting drunk
0: at home is ain't the same is it it's just
1: not it's just not you can have a nice one out in your garden if you're lucky to have one but it's uh it's yeah. just not the same
0: yeah i think like i go to asda weekly and i've definitely noticed that people are tanking up on beer i don't really drink that much it takes quite a lot of effort for me to actually consciously want a drink because i'm just not that kind of person sure but um yeah, a lot of people seem to be coping with it through getting trashed. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. Which
0: one back <laughs> to the blade thing that we were talking about earlier, the people react to situations differently even if we're all in the same situation. Yeah.
1: I mean, you yeah. know, I I I, respect, I it, it's a coping mechanism, isn't it? I think sometimes. Yeah. Um I hope it doesn't lead to a darker path, but you know, it's um I yeah. think we can all have that nice sort of chilled Chill drink now and again and it takes the edge off you know that's that's good
0: yeah yeah Yeah, it's when one drink turns into 10 drinks and then every week turns into every day yeah uh, every hour it's like oh my god i think you have gotta be careful (laughs) not to to make it a
1: habit you know like you got what you gotta really calibrate yourself a little bit and think yeah uh, how often have i done this this week you know
0: (laughs) yeah but alcohol's quite interesting because you can't just come off at cold turkey because you'll die um if what you... do you mean by that so, so if you're if you're genuinely an alcoholic oh yes okay you can't just stop drinking you have to wean yourself off it slowly right okay so it's like a really long process it takes months and months and months for people to recover properly
1: wow okay i was unaware of that i didn't know that yeah, yeah.
0: That's one of the reasons Lemmy from Motörhead uh, got so ill was because he was trying to stop drinking a bottle of Jack Daniel's a day. I
1: heard this. Yeah. Because it is almost it's almost Spencer. a joke, wasn't it? They're like the minute he stops drinking yeah. the Jack is when he's going to die. And I think he'd switch yes, to like orange and yeah. vodka or something, hadn't he or something like that. That's exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's just that blows me away. It's, that's mad. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. isn't it? It's it's a bit scary it's that.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's very dark but anyway that's a <laughs> it was in a minute it'll
1: be fine <laughs> oh my god yeah
0: brilliant right so the next five years for larry music barbering whatever you want to do What what's your goals for the next five years
1: um well me and my fiance are going to get married um we've had to put that off already that's... unfortunately due to covid so that's going to be number one um Definitely going to be hitting the road uh, again once everything opens up again uh, on tour and things like that Um, with a few bands. I I can't really say more than that, but I will be doing definitely some tours. Um, um, Do you know what? It'd just be nice to earn money again with barbering. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's the dream. Um, (laughs) A lot of people have been left in the dark with government aid myself included so it'd be nice to earn money and feel like a good decent human member of society again that'd be nice um yeah yeah I, th- I think i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave my goals there probably i think that's probably about it for the yeah yeah that's quite a lot nice yeah that is a lot <laughs> it's easy to say
0: yeah. isn't it but it's another thing to achieve yeah.
1: i'll be happy if any of those things happen yeah <laughs>
0: Do any of your next five years involve a meal deal?
1: I, t- I tell you what, it probably will. <laughs> in all likelihood, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. So that was the worst segue ever in podcasting history. But do you know what? An absolute bed than podcast. We roll with things, and we don't edit podcasts, and we just go with whatever gets presented to us, <laughs> which is usually Ben being very, very awkward. So, Larry, for the people out there that are listening to this, what is your go-to meal deal?
1: Right. I thought long and hard about this because you, you gave me quite you gave me like quite a while to think about this, didn't you? Um,
0: I gave you a lot of pressure. I hope for... you
1: didn't disappoint. So I've gone for the main the main thing, I'm going for the five bean wrap. Okay. okay. And this is based on okay. Boots meal deals. I'm not sure if other places do better things because this is what I usually have.
0: I this is why you haven't got any money. Uh, oh man, well
1: honestly. <laughs> i tell you what it's it's like it is quite expensive isn't it you know they call it a deal yeah. but i'm not sure it is a deal really um, yeah, off. um if i've been wrapped that's <laughs> yeah. pretty good um fairly you feel fairly healthy um yeah. then i unfortunately ruin it as i mentioned earlier i'm not great at sticking away from the bad food so i'm a big sucker for for mint chocolate um so I usually go for like an aero yeah. or something like that pretty nice yeah um nice. just, that's that's more of a stress thing you know <laughs> like a stress food i think it's, especially if i'm at work or something um and then yeah. i usually go for uh either an oasis um i'm not a big fan of coke and stuff like that but um like an oasis or maybe even coconut um water yeah i don't yeah. know if you've ever tried that
0: no, I've been tempted. Um, recently, I tried a Purdy's, which is like a sort of metal yes, drink. for the vitamins, aren't they? It's got like rejuvenating energy yeah. drink. It's actually all right. I need to find out if they do brand deals.
1: Yeah, hit them because up.
0: everything I do is about my business and my sponsorships. <laughs> I think you should hit them up. Because I have yeah. no shame. No, well, I mean, when yeah. it comes
1: to business, there is no shame. Yeah. That's probably That's a terrible statement. I
0: don't Taylor. <laughs> I don't think Coca-Cola are going to read my DMs in any. Hey Russian. man, so we'll, we'll you never Coca-Cola know. Slightly. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> I'd become very fat though. Yeah. Just get like a pallet of Coca-Cola shots. I house can't think
1: of anything me. worse. It would sit there staring <laughs> at me, and I'd feel pretty like yeah. pressured to drink it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, if you couldn't have a chocolate bar, what would be your go-to crisps?
1: Oh man, I love the chunky stuff. Um. Uh yeah. like, you know, um what are they called? McCoys. I think they're amazing. They're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Satisfying, you know? McCoys. What? Uh again, I'm a bit vanilla with this, but probably ready salted, you know, salt and pe- bit of a yeah. salt and vinegar maybe or something like
0: that. Salt and vinegar McCoys always leave a weird taste in my mouth. I think the
1: problem is they feel like you've just downed a pint of seawater like this. Yeah, they dry absolutely. your mouth out so bad. Um
0: yeah. No, absolutely
1: yeah. yeah, you're bang on. But um they they're quite so, neutral though. It doesn't make your, your breath your breath stink yeah. too bad, you know. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um there was a packet of crisps when I was growing up called Disco. I remember them. Yeah. And they did the same sort of thing with Salt and Vinegar.
1: Do do, do you, you remember the ones it just felt like your tongue was in the party? Oh man, I mean it is, is a disco, they're well named, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that. <laughs>
0: love it so just to clarify what's your uh what's your go-to just for the people out there uh for
1: for crisps or or for
0: just all of it in one meal deal
1: uh right so the five bean wrap and then i think a yep, decent yep. aero nice nice aero and yep. probably an oasis okay. probably an oasis yeah oasis yeah
0: what what flavor oasis oh, or not probably
1: blackcurrant something like that something dark yeah
0: I do like the uh, citrus one. Oh, I can't, I can't drink that. One. one.
1: Yeah, I can't, don't know. Yeah. It just t- t- tastes okay. a bit funky to me. But, but then again, the blackcurrant yeah. makes you wow f- out.
0: So, yeah, I think that's a recurring theme with uh, the choices, apart from the wrapping.
1: <laughs> yeah, watched. probably.
0: They so all have a yeah. really give and take sort of after. That's taste. it. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll never get the Oasis sponsorship now, man. We've ruined it. <laughs> having said that,
0: yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to do in a public apology. Retract the statement.
1: (laughs) I apologize, Oasis.
0: Right. So, just quickly, Larry. Whilst I've got you, we're about to end. But have you ever heard of a band called Red Seas Fire? I actually
1: have heard of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this Sunday, I've got the singer on. Amazing.
1: Brilliant.
0: And then on Monday, I've got the drummer on. Yes.
1: I think I. I I think I follow him on Instagram. Actually.
0: Yeah. Jake yeah yeah he's, he's a cool. really
1: cool drummer i love that
0: yeah he's recently like really branched out into like commercial songs rather than just nice. heavy metal good lad.
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah i'm looking forward yeah. to having a chat with them so yeah thank you very much for your time larry thank you and i hope that you uh you've subscribed and you uh well you don't have to listen to all the episodes i'm not gonna take it personally but they're you know they're an hour long but if you do get bored when you're on tour, then I'm always gonna be uploading.
1: Hundred percent, <laughs> man. Pod- so, podcasts are great. I'll try They're and great do- for COVID, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. I'm trying to do quality over quantity, but um Oh, you you we'll shouldn't have had happens. me on then. I'm on <laughs> I'm actually thinking about it, this is the last episode of season two.
1: Wow. Congrats, so, man. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Thanks for that. Yeah, it's going really well. So I'm trying to do 11 episodes a season. Yeah. So uh, Rodman Adams on Sunday will be my first episode of season three. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, I hope you're all all right. And hopefully June 21st, we'll have a way out of all this rubbish that we're in. And I think Larry is probably ready to roll. And he's already got his passport <laughs> in his bag ready to go on. Yes. <laughs> So I hope everyone's all right. And uh, I need to generate a new ocean bottle code, which is one of my sponsors. Um, I'll quickly make a code up now. Um, I'm going to put ocean water as the promotional code, and that's valid for three days. And if you buy one, it does help me and it helps the show. So please do consider having a look at their website. And it's all about environmental sustainability and just trying to make the world a bit of a better place and getting rid of plastic bottles. So thank you very much for listening. Larry, it's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate your time. And if you have a way in to Sam Kubrick Finney's DMs and he reads your messages, (laughs) then please get him to come on this one because I've never had any luck ever Older, dude. That boy. Don't
1: take it personally. That's he, he, he's, he's notoriously <laughs> bad at replying to DMs. Yeah, um, he doesn't mean to, he doesn't mean yeah, it. Yeah, but... <laughs> I want
0: to get him I'm planning to get Joe on at some point, the singer. I'm yeah, sure. lovely.
1: I'm sure he'd be happy to do that.
0: Is he he has music? a new
1: band, um, called Honey, Honey Flux, and yeah. they're absolutely awesome.
0: Yeah. Flux, yeah, so yeah, hopefully, gonna uh, go through you all one by <laughs> one, one, but yeah no i appreciate you uh taking the time and reconnecting and letting us all know what you're up to and i hope that this covid situation gets better for you mate because i don't like hearing that my friends aren't very uh what's the word they're not uh financially well thank you man i appreciate that <laughs> but yeah i'm sure it will get better but sometimes for things to get better they have to get a bit worse absolutely so, so yeah oh, hang in there mate and let me know if you need anything Drop you too
1: buddy thank you
0: Cheers for listening, guys. Please subscribe and I will see you on Sunday. Take care. Goodbye.